Hi, welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first time tuning in, welcome. If you are part of the community here, welcome back. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you missed out on last week's episode, we talked all about a single mom's attempt to commit suicide. If you're a mom and you've been feeling depressed or you have had feelings of anxiety and you didn't really feel comfortable talking about them, please give that episode a listen. Or if you have talked about those things and you still feel like nobody can really relate to you, again, go check out that episode. It was really good. Our guest shared some things about her past and how she is dealing with her mental illnesses currently. This week, we are talking all about why you matter as a mom. Why does mommy matter? She is a mom who got married really young and ended up divorcing the father of her children. And she talks about how she navigates through life now as a single mom. But before we get started, I just wanted to remind you guys about the Single Mom Success Tour. We are coming to Washington, D.C. next month and Atlanta in June. So if you have not gotten your ticket, please take a moment before you start listening, pause it, and go visit singlemomsuccesstour.eventbrite.com. Again, that's singlemomsuccesstour.eventbrite.com. I'll also link the website in the show notes. All right. I look forward to meeting each of you. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi, Antonia. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I am well. You are welcome. Can you take a moment to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? So my name is Antonia. I'm a mother of two uh, boys. And uh, by day, I guess you can say that I am a hairstylist for more so like uh, weddings and events. And then also by day, um, my brand of community or a community for women, uh, Mommy Matters. So, I mean, I guess born in Trinidad and Tobago, came here at the age of seven, been here ever since. So. That's me in a nutshell. Awesome. Wow. Raising two boys. That must be tough. So I was telling you off the mic that I um, what, I think you wrote a post or something on Instagram. And I think that's how I realized that you were actually a divorce mom. And so I was like, we have to talk about this because I never really heard you mention it. And is there like a reason why like you never said it? Because, you know, a lot of times people say, um, what do I say? This new thing where like storytelling is huge and you know, you tell Mm -hmm. people about your life and they connect with you more. So is there a reason why you were kind of like holding back a little bit about your story? Um, I wouldn't say I'm holding back about it. Um, I think I I I just like never mentioned it. 
is the thing um I think I briefly mentioned it because I don't I feel like I'm I personally feel like I'm always talking about it or bringing it up but really? having that as pub yeah like more so probably around around like my friends or you know people who know me or but I've said it briefly on like some different episodes and things like that but I I don't know. I mean, I don't care. We can talk about it, but it's definitely <laughs> well, not. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, um, I think you said that you were like really young whenever you got married. So tell me a little bit about the story. So how old were you when you <laughs> got married? And then like, um, did you have the kids during the marriage? And kind of how long did it last and that whole still? So on one sunny, bright day, in June. <laughs> I was 18 years old. And, but before that day, actually, uh, I think we had been together for a very long time. I was 14. He was 19. I don't know. We just knew that we were in love. We knew that we wanted to be together and let's just get married. Four years later, I was 18. He was 22. We decided to get married. And then about a year later, we had our first son. Things were not perfect, not going to lie. And then at 18, what do you know about being married and trying to work things out? And then on top of that, having, having your first child. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, first of all, we're still young. We don't know anything about communicating effectively or we just hadn't even experienced life. But we were in love, so we stay. But anyway, we tried to make it work. We eventually separated after my first son turned I think he was one we separated and we figured we'll give it a second try probably about after a year or two we decided to you know go back get back together um try marriage counseling didn't go well (laughs) um and then also after that you know we thought things were good so we kept working it out um and then I think about a year and a half, two years later, I had my second son. Um, and then that's when we both were just like, honestly, this is just not going to work. Um, I would say we both not only just knew it wasn't working just because of like the arguments we were having, but I mean, we both cheated. So. <laughs> it oh, <is>. wow. <laughs> uh, and then, but I mean, I would say, it wasn't in the beginning it was rough like you know trying to figure things out as far as co-parenting goes and you know I'm still young so I'm still trying to live my life and now that I don't have a husband anymore like I wouldn't say that I was perfect and being the perfect mom and you know just always being there but where am I going with this but we tried and yeah Okay, that's really interesting. (laughs) Even, like, in your 20s, you're still developing, you're still growing. And Mm -hmm. I think that that could be the case why a lot of millennial marriages have been failing lately. I mean, Mm -hmm. they are not in (laughs) – how can I say this? Like, I I observe, like, so many couples, you know, they're so happy to get married – And then, like, I can bet money that it's not going to work out because of the foundation. Like, a lot of exactly like, materialistic, and it's not based on, like, love. They can't communicate. I mean, it's just so many issues that um, occur, and nobody is really talking about the real issue that 
you know, young people have with marriage. And then nobody really mm-hmm. does anymore. It's like they are okay with just getting a divorce. Like nobody, like you say, you guys tried out count, uh, counseling and, and that didn't work. But some people don't even want to try counseling. Like they are so close-minded. They don't want to do it. And they don't even, like I said, they don't want to try. And so anyways, um, you did what you could. You know, you said you tried and that was that. Like, it's you know, you got to live your life. Yeah. And eventually, like when we I mean, after we the second time after trying, we pretty much was just like, this just isn't it like (laughs) we could keep because I mean, it it was just arguing. There was no like effective communication. Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah. And who knows that that is a that is a real issue. You don't really until you're out of the the relationship right and you think back to like okay what was really the main issue and then yeah. a lot of times it just boils down to communication like we cannot communicate it's even like when I was with my child's father you know and I would think back to like okay what was the real problem you know and it was really communication like I didn't know how to communicate he didn't know how to communicate and then like he was this person who um like would get really upset if I didn't like talk within like if I was upset I wouldn't talk (laughs) and so it was just like these two people like battling these emotions that we didn't know how to deal with you know what I'm saying exactly I think that again like that is a huge problem still today even with our kids like a lot of parents do not know how to uh, like effectively communicate with their kids and it's so tough really tough even like my daughter she just turned six and you know like it's a process you know I am still learning like each and every day and I'm just like I want to be able to uh, like effectively communicate with her and people like in general because I really struggle with that um growing up and then you know like in corporate America and just like overall like communication is like a big deal I agree. Um, and what's so funny now is that we'll actually, like, we can actually have conversations. I mean, it's not always perfect as far as, like, every time we agree on everything, no. Like, but we don't yell or we don't. Compared to back then, it's completely different now. And we can we can say that we get along and we're cordial. It's, yeah, it's you guys have grown. You know, you're older <laughs> yeah. now, a little wiser, so that's good. Um, because sometimes yeah. people they don't really grow uh with age. You know, like people say, maturity comes with age, but not really all the time. So you want to hope that you mature a little bit more as you grow older, but it doesn't always happen. So that's really good. I know that you mentioned that you guys co-parent. Uh, so how is that? You know, now that you guys have grown, <laughs> um, you're no longer married, but you're still working that thing out. Do you guys have like a sort of agreement or is this something that you guys just came up with? Because that is like something that a lot of moms struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it's good because he is there and he is like full on active in their lives. So it definitely helps. Um, and then also when we separated the very first time we had already made like a schedule. So it was like when we had the second child and split the second time, we just stuck to that schedule. And what's crazy is that we've been doing that same schedule for 10 years now. And because, uh, through the divorce, like we just, we mutually just agreed, Hey, 
there's like no child support. There's no custody battles. It's joint custody. So we do split our time evenly throughout the week um, where they'll be with him every other day, pretty much. And then also every other weekend. So, I mean, our time split, I would say evenly for the most part. Um, And then as far as like the different activities and things that they do have, like basketball, we go together sometimes or like not together, like in the same car, but (laughs) we'll go like if he has a game, I'll go um, and he'll be there. Or if there's practice and the both of them play basketball, then we'll talk about, well, who's taking this one to practice and who's taking the other one to practice. So, I mean, it, we have to communicate because there's just things to be done and it's like, it's not about us. <laughs> it's about the boys. So. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I'm just wondering, like, because of this whole situation, did you, um, wait, 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 wait. First of all, let me take it back mm-hmm. a dip. So, you know, there's this thing with, like, single moms, right? So, um <laughs> I just feel like, for me, like, I don't really care if you're a single mom, you're a single mom. Like, if you're raising a kid by yourself, you know, you're the only one at the house and you're there with the kids. Like, just whatever. Like, I don't have a concrete definition, but there are some people out there who will say that because you have 50% um, help, you know, you're not doing it alone. Uh, but how do you feel about that? Or have you ever, like, voiced your opinion on the matter? Like, how do you feel about it? Because, like I said, some people will, like, say that, oh, you know, um, because I remember like, last year I did a single dad series, and, uh, <laughs> excuse me, they were saying, like, well, this dad isn't a single dad because he's this and he's that. And I'm just like, but who are you to say that this person is not single? You know, technically, when you're filling out an application or something, you're single. So, like, you're not married anymore, you know? So, I don't know. There's just this whole, like, debate or battle of, like, the single mom. So, tell me, how does Antonia feel about that? That's so funny because I did, a, I did another podcast or another episode, and it was a bunch of guys, and they asked me the exact same question, like, are you really a single mom though? And I'm like, but why do we have to break it down in that category? Like, why do we have to get divided? Like, we're at the end of the day, we're still moms, regardless if we're single or not. To take the single part of it to then say, well, you're really not a single mom because you have help or he's there. And then I'm a single mom because I have completely like no help. But at the same time, we're both single mothers. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't feel like we need to, why, why are we doing that? Like we already as mothers have so much against us. Why do we now as mothers need to go quote unquote against each other to separate ourselves even more when we should be just coming together? Like regardless, like, I just think that's pointless. Like, why are we doing this to ourselves? Um, A single mom is a single mom. A single dad is a single dad. I'm pretty sure he considers himself a single father. So it's like, so what? Like, we're both, regardless, we're doing it. So, to me. But, yeah. Yeah, I just, again, I wanted to get your feedback because, like I said, (laughs) like, people have all of these, like, definitions. And, yeah, I just wanted to um, ask. So that's pretty interesting to me. So, does that, like, make, sorry, does that, like, make, 
anyone greater in the situation but like really why <laughs> yeah like, like i mean is that it? is a question that like i have wondered and i've actually done a little research i because i mm-hmm. especially after i did that single dad series and then the, um the one lady came at me and was like um i think it was a uh, t-bark t-bark he has 50 50 because same same situation with like you and your kids dad except they were never married they were just you know they had a baby or whatever and then they decided like hey you know i'm gonna have a half the time and you're gonna have a half the time and they've been doing that ever since she was born and she's like three or four now they are no longer like in a relationship like both of them are single so they're single parents but it's mm-hmm. like no they're not a single parent because they help each other this not another and so i i again just you know, I think it all boils down to everyone's opinion. So <laughs> just whatever works for you, like I could care less, you know? Yeah. So I I created this whole platform because like I'm here parenting alone, you know? So I am a, a single parent be- for that reason, but then also because I'm single, you know? So it mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'm a single parent because I'm doing this on my own, you know? <laughs> like, no, it was just like, because I'm single, I'm a mother, and I'm out here doing this thing. I don't know. I don't know where this whole, like, battle came from. I don't know how it started. I couldn't find much, like, information on it. So if you ever find Yeah, like, is, it, like, I would be is it for us to justify whose quote-unquote struggle is more? Like, why? Yeah, what purpose? Yeah, why can't we help each other? Like, regardless, if that father, like the if the father of that mom's kids want to help out, then let that man help those kids and let him do his part. Exactly. Like nobody. That's what he was for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's you know, it's something that happens, but hey. So anyways, moving on to uh, Mommy Matters. <laughs> so I wanted to yes. know, did you create this community of women because you were looking for sort of a support system? Or what prompted you to create this whole space for moms? That's exactly why. Along with like, and it's so funny because I will, like every time I'm asked this question or I think about why I started I always think about this moment that I had like sitting outside of my apartment and I'm literally crying on the phone and talking to my mom. And I'm like, yo, why am I talking to my mom? Not saying that I can't, but it's like, I feel like I should have a group of friends that can relate or I could talk to or I can cry to just to, just for them to listen about some of the things that you know motherhood and life just throws your way um because sometimes i mean it could be awkward talking to your mom about some of those things even though they have a little bit more wisdom and knowledge but you want to talk to your friends so i started for that reason also and then also um after i had my second child i felt like i had to put some of the things that i wanted to do on the back burner and i felt I didn't feel good about myself doing that. So I really honestly was just like, you know what? I matter. Mommy matters. So it's like, it's funny, but literally that's just how it came about where I needed to, instead of letting motherhood, you know, set me back or use it as an excuse or feel like it was something that was setting me back. I felt like I needed to 
still go for <laughs> being a mom and knowing that it mattered. Bless you. Okay. <laughs> and knowing that yeah, it mattered. It was so loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just, you know, taking care of yourself and having that support and still going after your, you know, your dreams, your goals and things you want to do in your life. So, and not letting motherhood stop you. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, but one thing I want to say, though, because um, I know you said whenever you had your first, your second, and you were just like, um, you were putting some things on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like we have to put some of the things, like some people say, like, you can be a mom and you can do it all. Like, no, you really can't. Before I had my daughter, I was in college, right? And so my goal was to go to Miami and like, um, go to school there and you know, live by the beach and this, that, and the other. Now, granted, I could have still done that, but your girl did not have a job, you know, when I left, and I would not have had a support system had I moved to Miami and these things, and so it's like, I couldn't do that anymore. You know, I had to figure out a new plan. Now, um, does that mean, like, I can't move to Miami now? No, so I didn't completely, like, I'm just like, oh, get rid of my plan. Like, I ended up moving here instead because it was more feasible, right, with the kid or um, whatever the case may be. But just saying that to say, like, sometimes becoming a mom, like, you do have to put some stuff on the back burner, you know, and because you don't have the support that you need or you don't have the funds, like, you're going to postpone some things. Now, that's not saying, like, you need to put yourself aside, but I am saying that your life is going to change. Like, you're not going to be able to do some of the things that you used to do. Like, it is going to change. I remember I was pregnant, and my cousin was like, don't worry about it, you know, like, it's not the end of the world. I really had a hard time being pregnant. Um, Cause I was 21, you know, like literally I just had my 21st birthday party. It was bomb. And then here I am like <laughs> and, and finding out in the summertime that I'm pregnant. And I was like, wow, like what did I just do to myself? You know, and not to say that all the hopes and dreams that I had died, but they definitely got pushed to the side a little bit. You know, then I had to switch into like survival mode. Like how am I going to take care of this kid? Like, I got to find a job. You know, those things became my priorities. And then those other things kind of took a back seat, you know. But here I am now today, you know. But I'm just saying that to say I had to make that point. Um, But you're right. Like, we do matter. And so we figure it out, like, after a while. But I know, like, if you don't have the support, it's super hard. You know, like I was living in college and uh, I mean, I was living in a college town where I was and I didn't have my family there. So it was like, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do those things (laughs) like some of those things that I used to do. So I just had to say that. But I feel like even though you some some moms or some women, honestly, I get the whole and I agree with putting things on a back burner for the meantime. But for a lot of moms, even that putting it on the back burner for the for the meantime, a lot of them don't really have the opportunity to get to it. And they always, I've heard personally, people say, yeah, like, I've always wanted to do that. But, you know, motherhood did this and motherhood did this and I became a mom oh, and this no, happened. Damn. See, a that is of, an excuse. A lot of, <laughs> right. And that's, what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of times moms, that's, that's what. They That's they use they motherhood as a barrier, exactly. So it's not to say that you you can't do things 
and never get to them. Yes, you could put them on the back burner and get back to them, but a lot of people put them on the back burner and never even turn the flame on. So it's like, yes. So it's like, you matter. Do that thing that you've always wanted to do. And you've got a whole community of support for you. Like, Yeah, and it doesn't matter, like, how long or when. You know, it's just as long as you get it done. Like, I think a lot of people get caught up in the age. Like, you know, I talk to... Um, I'm going to say older because they're older than me, but like moms in their like late thirties and forties. And they always tell me like, if I had your knowledge when I was your age, like I would do this or do that. I'm like, listen, you can still do it. It's not too late. Exactly. You have a lot of life ahead of you. I think the average life expectancy is like 80 something years old now. So it's like you, you have only lived half your life. You still have yeah. a whole another half to go. So do whatever that thing is that you said that you wanted to do back when you had your kid. And you just let life take exactly. over and get back to it. So, yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. But you said something um, and that I, I too, uh, believe that was, like, the reason why I started the whole platform that I did. You said that you were, you were looking for a community because you didn't want to talk to your mom and you wanted to talk to like your friends and I guess like other people that were uh going through the same thing but for me like my friends didn't have any kids and it's been that way now McKinley just turned six so like they still don't have any kids you know what I'm saying I have met people along the way you know um that have had kids but like my immediate friends like in my like close circle they do not have kids so a lot of times I would talk to stuff they could listen but like what can they tell me you know (laughs) like they've never been a mom they've never been there and it's tough you know and I was like man I get tired of like you know having a vent to them and they're like I'm like I'm sorry y'all but I have to get this out you know and they listen and I love them if they (laughs) listen to this podcast but I'm just like I don't want to be all the time talking about like stuff that annoys me with McKinley or her dad or you know like I want to talk to other people that get it and so that is why I started this platform so I think that we have that in common like we were both looking to you know start a community of people like us basically that were dealing mm-hmm. with it and dealing with these things that we didn't want to like talk to the people in our family or our friends that may not have kids I don't know how you feel about that you may be actually comfortable with talking to your friends about the kids and stuff but for me I just like I don't mind talking to my friends about it but I just really want people that can relate to it and it's like yeah (laughs) I don't mean it's in the worst ways and my friends they get it but it's just like they'll just be listening you know like yeah you know I understand or or they'll try to say but they really don't understand you know like I don't know I just yeah but (laughs) I mean, I think I was the first one out of the friends I had to have kids and to get married. And so, yeah, it was tough talking to them because I'm talking about, you know, baby father uh, challenges and they're just like, they get it, but they don't get it. But yeah, but now all of my friends have kids, which is funny. And they're all married. Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> See, I, I yeah. still don't have any friends with kids so <laughs> that is 
crazy. So I, I've met like quite a few moms through like single black motherhood, but um, here in Houston, like we all live far apart. So it's been very challenging to like really develop like real like friendships, like we're cool and stuff, but you know, to just like take the time to develop like those relationships, I'm trying to make that a priority this year, but yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's so challenging for me. But that is so cool though to know that yeah. you know, all of your friends have kids and you guys can help each other. Like that's so cool. Yeah. So I'm like the OG mom because their kids are like three. <laughs> My kids are like almost teenagers. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So do you want any more kids? I know you actually this off the mic, but do you want any more? You have two now. I do. Um, so the person that I'm currently dating, uh, he has no kids. So I feel like I should, you know, offer my uterus for his children. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So how is that? Like, let's talk about that a little bit. So dating uh-huh. <laughs> with like two kids but I feel like maybe since you have the co-parenting situation going on it's kind of like easier or do you think that it's it doesn't make it easier like what do you think it would be like if you didn't have the co-parenting situation I think if I didn't have the co-parenting situation I definitely wouldn't have time for it like um I would say that I am very grateful for the co-parenting uh you know arrangement because it helps me to not just date, but also have some time for myself um, and to do things that I do want to do. But as far as dating goes, um, yeah, it helps. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. So um, how long have you guys been dating? If you don't mind me asking, you're talking about having his kids, honey. I'm guessing that y'all have been (laughs) at it for a minute. We have, we have, we've... (laughs) We've been together for a very long time. I would say we met and started dating right when my divorce got final. And that's almost, wow. I think I've almost been divorced for eight years and we're about to be together for seven years. Wow. Oh my gosh, so you said something. And I hope I don't get like too deep into your business, but <laughs> No, you're good. <laughs> uh, you said that um you guys started dating like right after marriage. So like how soon after I mean like after the divorce. So like how soon? Like do you mean like right after? Cuz girl, like what about the healing process? Like how long did that take? Are you like still okay from that? I would say it because it, it didn't like go on full blown like we're together. It was a moment in time where I was just like, "Oh, you're my man friend. Like you're my friend." Because I still wasn't comfortable, you know, saying I have a boyfriend literally right after. And I feel like because of how our relationship went, like did I heal? I did because we were separate. My uh, ex and I we were separated for um I want to say a year and a half. So during that time, we were friends. I don't know. I think I healed through our relationship, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> the way uh, me and my ex's relationship went, it was just kind of like we knew it was done. Um, so I did. And he, I feel like he honestly helped me to heal. Yeah. Not in a way where I was like depending on him to, you know, like fix my own feelings or, I mean, fix my feelings or you know, fix me, the way our relationship went, yeah. 
Like I'm really thinking about it now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, I, like that was that, no, that was a good <laughs> that was a good question. I really do believe that I I healed throughout our relationship as to why you know we're still just dating. <laughs> um, yeah. I felt like that healing process it took some time um, because I feel like even still while we were dating a lot of it I did still have like you know walls and insecurities built up but he stuck through it <laughs> and allowed me to heal and you know helped me so yeah wow that's amazing because you know like one thing I've heard about divorce and I don't know how true this is you can attest to this because you've been through it but they say that divorce can be worse than death because like, it's not like the person died or passed away or whatever. Um, but he's still living. And so now you guys have these kids together. You still have to deal with him and not like, you know, anything bad happened to where like, Oh, you can't stand them. But just the fact of knowing that this person that you, you know, took those vows with and for, you know, it didn't work out and so you have to live with that for the rest of your life you know what I'm saying like how do like how do you feel about that like you know you say you work through it but do you really believe that um or do you think that is not the case it's just something that people say me personally I think because of how our relationship my ex and I's relationship was already going like hurt I was hurt of course sad yes but it wasn't anything where I was actually, I actually had, I don't want to call it a divorce party, but I literally went out with two of my good girlfriends and I celebrated because it was to me like the next chapter of my life. I was with this guy since I was 14. And then however many years later, I think we were married for about six or seven, six or yeah, six or seven years, something like that. And finally, like, oh my God, I can now sort of kind of live my life. But I didn't, I wasn't hurting where I was, my feelings were still invested into that relationship because of everything that we were going through together. It was already dead before we actually got the divorce, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I guess it's not the typical, the, like, you know, it's a different Yeah, exactly. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's crazy. Like, like we how, didn't even have like, things together so like we only we only got to the point of like an apartment so it was like we weren't splitting assets we weren't asking for alimony we only had two kids like we're just we're mutual we're good like we don't want to cause any you know any extra drama or things on each other's lives we just want to take care of our kids do the best we can for them and keep it moving yeah. that's cool that's cool so what about like your boyfriend like since he's been around for so long like does he help out with the kids too and do they kind of like you know know him as like another father figure or does it not work out like that I don't, I'm sorry I just have a lot of questions <laughs> no that. you're fine Funny. how does that um, work out well I like to call him the bonus dad um, but as far as like, I mean, he'll help when he can actually like taking them somewhere or picking them up. I know one time when I had to work, my work schedule was a little off. He helped me with my youngest as far as like taking him to school and, um, dropping him off at the sitter or whatever I needed to get done. Um, but I mean, he helped, he's there. So would I say they look at him as a father figure? They won't even let me call him my boyfriend. <laughs> like, 
they know who he is. They know what he is to mommy. But it's just like, there's no disrespect or any like hard feelings or anything there. But um, they have a good relationship. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I always wonder how stuff like that, you know, works. So thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about, um, and I'm about to get on a whole another topic, but the <laughs> app that you um, that you created. So going back to Mommy Matters, you know, now that I've gotten into your divorce business and all of that. So <laughs> like you have the website and then you kind of transition into the app and you no longer have the site anymore. And so you can literally find like everything you need in the app. Talk about that. Like what was that process like? Why did you actually decide to create it you know like what made you say an app and it's funny I told you (laughs) I told you this um when I seen it I was like oh wow like her like we have the same like thing you know idea but I was Mm -hmm. like you know you really did that like that is amazing like amazing idea like I was just like in awe like it's amazing but anyways, I'll let you know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, who, I followed Dana Chanel, and she just kept talking about an app. And I was like, yo, this is dope. But before I started following her, I always knew I wanted a community. I wanted where everything was in one place, where it could be easily accessible, and it could be outside of social media. Because some people, you know, they aren't social media savvy, or they don't keep up with social media as much. So I felt like an app. And after hearing how she explained it and, you know, some of the things that it cut for her, but she still had everything in one place, I was like, that's perfect. So um, I went ahead and, you know, got more information, started, they, their team of developers went ahead and started, like, developing an app. I literally didn't have to tell them anything but what my brand was about, what the focus was give them the colors of my logo, send them to my logo. And literally they built the app out and it was perfect. Um, and then everything that is there now, is literally just me tweaking little things or adding things that they, that they built out and which was amazing to me. Um, so, I mean, it has everything from our calendar of events. It has um, our book club, the podcast, a section where moms can talk. Um, like different sections so if you're a new mom or if you want to talk um about anything like everything goes because I feel like you know we shouldn't be judging each other regardless of our situations so you could talk openly about anything you want um as comfortable as you want whatever you choose and then there's also sections where you know moms can promote their businesses they can connect um with different moms in their area locally or um nationwide if they choose And then there's also a subscribe section of the app where, you know, I kind of open up a lot more and also um, where it also has like different resources and tools for moms to use to either like do, do things or make like different lifestyle switches or changes that they want to, but don't know where to start. And even some spiritual guidance, because I know like, myself I'm on this season this journey of you know growth and really getting closer to God and I'm just literally sharing my own experiences and other moms are sharing their experiences as well um in that portion of the app so yeah like I that platform is for moms like 
I want moms to be able to use that platform for themselves. Um, it's given to them. Like you can use it to advertise. You can use it to connect. You could use it however you choose because it's for moms by moms, literally. <laughs> that is so awesome. Again, like I think it's the coolest thing. I like the fact, like you said, you want to take it off social media, especially like um, it's not all that private, especially like um, Instagram. Like, you know, maybe moms have some things they want to discuss, but since everything is so open and in public, you know, they may not feel comfortable doing that, but they're in the app, like, you know, it's only mom <laughs> access. So that's Yeah, cool. exactly. Is there, <laughs> no problem. Is there anything else you wanted to share, Antonia, before we get on out of here? No, I just want to share and say thank you to you and... Um, watching you grow your community and doing your events has been pretty dope. And even meeting you, I think you asked the other day how we met or how we found, like, how we found yeah. your platform. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I really had to think about it. I'm like, how did I find her platform? And I think Instagram has been such an amazing tool within this past two years as far as, like, connecting people, um, yeah. connecting moms, connecting women. So, Shout out to you for your Thank platform. you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, I yeah. definitely, because I was like, I really like to know how people find me. And I I think a lot of the times, like, it's because either, like, Instagram or because their friend have told them or they seen somebody mention something on their page. And so, like, social media is so powerful um, in terms yeah. of, you know, connecting people. But then it's up to us to take you know, these things outside of social media, like you took the app out outside of social media, you know, because like Instagram could be gone tomorrow. And then what, like, what will we do? Exactly. You know, so, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Y'all just be mindful of that. Like take advantage of making these connections. I know in single mom chat, uh, we talk all the time about like how difficult it is to meet people, but it's like, you have the opportunity. You just have to take it. And I know a lot of people are yeah. like, well, you know, like, I don't really trust people and this and that. But you have to be open minded, like give people a chance, you know. And yeah, if you know you that's the that only way. Not that person. Then it's OK. You try. Move on. You know, yeah. like we're too grown now. I feel like not to be networking and taking advantage of these opportunities that we have. I agree. Yep. So thank you so much, Antonia. I really appreciate you sharing everything with me. And I know <laughs> people uh, benefit that. I probably <laughs> got too much, uh, too deep, I guess, into something. No. Um, you just I made mean, me think. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody's going to listen and say, wow, like, I'm glad it wasn't me. Like, she asked y'all. Right. <laughs> y'all know I asked the question. So, anyways, thanks again. Do you want to share with everyone where they can follow you on social media and where they could download the app at? Sure. So, you can follow Mommy Matters at underscore Mommy Matters, uh, M A, uh, sorry, underscore M O M M Y M A T T E R S on Instagram. Um, you can download the app in the Apple App Store or on the Google Play Store. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, you can tune into the podcast on the app or on your favorite streaming platform. And you can check us out on Facebook. But there is an extra S. So there's Mommy Matters with an extra S for Facebook. 
Okay, really I'll it. get it all linked in the show notes. That way they can. <laughs> I totally, how did we forget about the podcast? So yeah, y'all, Antonia has a podcast too. It's called Mommy Matters the Wind Down, right, Antonia? Yeah. So yeah. I'm there. <laughs> like, she has some bomb moms who talks about, like, everything, okay? So y'all go check it out. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Antonia. She is the sweetest and I just love her spirit if you like this episode please take a moment to rate and review the podcast and share it with another mom friend you can connect with me over on instagram at single black motherhood can like the page on facebook single black motherhood and you can check out the website at singleblackmotherhood.com thank you guys so much for tuning in I really appreciate it. This week, I'm actually in San Antonio for a conference. So if any of you guys are in San Antonio, let's link up. Just shoot me a DM or you can email me singleblackmotherhood at gmail.com. I always like linking up with you guys when I am in another city or state. (laughs) Until next week, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.